0: Hey, it's me, the real Amy, Sarah. Thanks for joining me today on Sacred Storms, a podcast about finding the hope in the hard times of life. Uh, I am the host of this. I'm the creator of the content here, and I'm really thankful that you're here today, and, and I hope that you'll find something you know, encouraging, enlightening, or entertaining uh, in this space. I want you to know that everyone is welcome here, and I try to be conscious of Kindness and the the words that I use. However, I am human and I am not perfect and I do make mistakes. And so, if I say something that you may question or find um, offensive, I hope you'll reach out to me via um, direct message or uh, leave a message on my um, anchor page and and let's have a dialogue about it because I want everyone to come to my table. I want everyone to feel confident and welcome here. Uh, And so, Know that right off the bat. Thanks for joining us. And now uh, let's get started with today's podcast. Hey, it's me, the real Amy, Sarah. Thanks for popping in today. I'm glad you found my podcast. It's been a while since I've recorded anything and I wanted to come on today and just talk for a minute about what's been happening. So last time I think I put anything up was October. And I think we were sailing along pretty good, looking forward to Halloween. We had um, placed the rabbits in a permanent home, closed our rabbitry, and we're cleaning that out, and the kids were doing well in school, and all was going well. Halloween came, and we enjoyed some trick-or-treat time, and some time with our friends, and then November came, and the guys were getting ready for hunting, and sister and I were getting ready to spend some quality time together, doing fun things. And Thanksgiving came. We were looking forward to spending some time with my family. Um, My youngest sister got sick. Her kids were sick, so we didn't anticipate being able to be with them. And then um, my middle sister was going to be there with me and all of our kids together with my mom. And then she had something come up last minute, so it was just going to be the four of us going. And then it ended up being more than that. And then, you know, I did some things that were out of, character just not even bad things just didn't stand in a specific spot literally sat against a wall and it kind of threw everybody for a loop and it created you know kind of a crap storm of just a snowball of things that happened after that that affected everybody and kind of threw everybody off and so in order to not have that happen again (laughs) oh At the next holiday function, I've kind of decided that, you know, I'm not really going to try to participate in a lot of holiday functions. Um, I certainly want to be around my family, but I've got to relax a little bit. I've got to chill out a little bit. So um, after decompressing that and getting, you know, working everybody through it, then the next thing was hunting season. And so that's first weekend in December. It's always a big deal for the guys. And so this was, you know, my son's big year. He was going to get to go hunting and have his own tags and things like that. So it was a good, it was a good kickoff. And, um, rich, rich had his first harvest the first day. And then our son harvested his first dough the second day. And so that was exciting. So I, you know, my son had called and said, Hey, you know, dad needs the keys, blah, blah. blah. So I said, okay, we're, we're on our way. Well, then I called my son back and I said, Hey, you know, I can't find the keys to my car. So until I find them, just let daddy know that I'll be late. Okay, no big deal. That was all good. And then at some point, you know, I don't know if I called there upset or whatever, but long story short, I never did find the keys. I had a complete and total meltdown. And my brother-in-law ended up having to go to the hospital by ambulance. Um, and that's on its own a thing. My brother-in-law has some health concerns, and so that on its own was a thing. But then add to that the fact that I couldn't be there with my husband. I couldn't support him in any way. In fact, I was more of a detriment because I had lost the keys, and so I was freaking out about that. I wasn't helpful to him, and it it was just kind of one of those days where the nightmare just would not stop. So it ended up being that he took um, my father-in-law's vehicle here, um, we found the keys after some searching, and then we all went back to the farm, got my husband's pickup, and then went out to dinner and went home. And what we thought was going to be kind of one of those simple little hospital stints for my brother-in-law has turned into something else. And so December 6th, I don't know why. I don't, I, I mean, I'm sure. I, I'm sure it's all in God's plan, but for some reason, I decided that I wanted to go to a local church's live animal Christmas play. And they've been doing this for 47 years, 45 years, long time. And we've been offered to go many, many, many times, many times. And we've always said no. Um, when we were little, my dad would say, well, we have our own church. And then when we moved back here we had, you know, I was obviously in youth ministry. So I I had my own church, but I also felt like it's such a great Evangelistic opportunity to reach those who don't know Christ. That who am I to take up a seat when I do know Christ? But this year, for whatever reason—be it because I knew, you know, my time's short, or because I sense that Dad, you know, Dad's death has had a larger impact on me than I care to admit, or whatever, whatever the reason. There's many, but whatever the, the 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 reason is, ultimately, I don't know. While we were there, you know, God was with us, and my whole family sensed that. And we just repented and turned ourselves back over to God. And it has been amazing. It's been amazing. I guess I didn't realize how far from God I was until I went to that play. And then God just gave us this wonderful opportunity to just plug back in, to just connect with Him. And so I was thankful for that. So we we had some great talks, you know, right immediately after, and we we had some good, we've had wonderful talks ever since then. But I say all that so that you can hear me say that we have done some, you know, soul searching, some repenting, some, you know, We we seriously want to be different and we want to stay connected to God and be committed and for us that's not it's not like everybody around us is doing it and talking about it and I think that that's probably um, what makes it so hard is that we don't have that community of believers with us right now um, cheering us on and so I want to just share with you that, um, if you feel God nudging you, if you feel Jesus, you know, nudging, if you feel the Holy Spirit nudging you answer. And the best thing you can say is what is what Samuel said when, when he heard God calling him and he went into Eli's room and he said, um, yes, yes, Lord, I'm here. I hear you talking to me. Um, and then Eli said, you know, go back to bed. I I didn't call you. And then, then Samuel came out again and said, Oh yes, Lord, here I am. And Samuel said, I, or Eli said, I didn't call you go back to bed. I I don't know what's going on. And then Eli knew something happened and the light bulb went on in Eli's head. And he said, Hmm, this is God talking to Samuel. So Samuel came back in again. And Eli said, God is talking to you. It's not me. It's God. And so when you hear that voice, you need to say, speak, Lord, your servant is listening. And so if you are getting those nudges, just stop what you're doing and say, speak, Lord, your servant is listening and be listening for what God wants you to do. Um, If you are already walking in forgiveness and you're tight with the Lord and you hear that voice, you know, you're going to get, he's going to talk to you about something. He's going to give you some type of instruction, command, wisdom, whatever. If you are not walking with Jesus and you hear or feel or sense that you're supposed to go to church or read your Bible or whatever, just please do it. It's so important, and I want to encourage you to do that. If you are in a walk, you're not sure what you're doing, you're not sure if it's right, you can always um, send a message or you know comment, and and I'll connect with you and I'll try to help you. Navigate that, and and I'll tell you, you know, the little secrets that I have learned throughout life to try to figure out how how what God is saying to me, and how do I confirm that. In the meantime, um, I want to share with you that my children, my husband, and I have rededicated our lives to Christ, and we've asked Him to forgive us and to take us back, and to help us to. Um, live holy lives, live lives that are worthy of the calling that he has given us. And I am very confident that we are, we are honoring him. We are doing that. Um, And I'm, I'm going to be posting some things in the next few days. Obviously this relates to Christmas. It's, it's the whole purpose of Christ coming to earth in human form. And that is to save us. And so we don't often talk about that in, in the realm of, Christmas. I think we often will say Jesus is the reason for the season, but not a lot of people are just, are putting that whole statement out there. Like, you know, he came to die. He came to be human, to live a human, in a human body so that it could be tortured and it could be, um, wounded and it could be seriously injured for us, for our sins. And we don't often, look at the gravity of it during christmas a lot of times christmas is santa christmas is merry christmas is happy but christmas truly is the beginning the beginning of this wonderful gift that we're given and so just as if you're listening to this today um thank you for that and thank you for um not not you know, switching to another podcast after you heard me start talking about God. Um, I am going to be talking about God a lot more. One of the things that I know that God has been doing in me is, is cleaning up some of the trash that I had strewn around my heart and he's been taking it out. And, and what he's putting in, in the home of my heart inside of me is the knowledge and wisdom that I have to be different and I have to change who I am, um, because I have spent a lot of time appeasing society and trying to link up with society, and that's not what he wants. Um, He wants me to thread the eye of the needle with a camel, and that's hard work. That's a lot of saying no. That's a lot of of searching through scripture and recognizing where I've been wrong. So I'll talk about that some, and I'll talk about forgiveness and I'll talk about repenting and I'll talk about the way that God has truly um, turned the light bulb back on in the home of my heart and he has given me insight and wisdom to share with you and if you're open to that then you're in the right place then that's what sacred storms is going to be about it will also be about the sickness that I have, the the Parkinsonism or dopa-responsive dystonia. It will also be about my daughter's um, genetic um, deficiencies or genetic syndromes. And it will be about autoimmune disease. And it will be about fighting and advocating for your own mental and medical health. But it will always, always, always be through the lens of Christianity because that's who I am. And so when you hear me say that I'm a Christian you know I want you to hear me say that I'm following Jesus and I'm trying to do so in a loving manner but some things have to go away some things I have to weed from my life in order to please God and I know that that's true and I know that it's right and I also know it's hard and I don't want to hurt anybody but I have to do what I have to do. I have to stay truthful and loyal and faithful to God. That's that's of of the utmost importance. So I'll just close with this today. If you do not know that Jesus Christ died for your sins, I want to I want you to hear me say that. Jesus Christ was a man who was born of a human woman and he was Born so that he could be raised up and die um, to atone for your sins and mine. And Jesus was real and he still is real. The Holy Spirit is real. God is real. But Jesus Christ himself was a sacrifice like no other. He took our place so that when we gossip or when we lie or when we steal, or when we harm another person, or when we just turn our back on him. That atonement was already made, and you are already forgiven, and I am forgiven. But more than we are just forgiven, we have to accept it. We have to welcome it into our lives, open the door, and let it in. And so if you haven't done that, I would encourage you to do that. So the way to heaven is by saying, God, I'm a sinner. And so you can just say that in your mind. You can say it quietly in your heart. You can say it out loud. God, I'm a sinner. And I need saved. I need somebody to come and save me because I can't save myself. I'm not perfect. I'm not worthy. But I know that you love me. And I know that you've made a way. And that way is Jesus. God, Jesus is real. And he is the Messiah. And I believe in my heart that he died on the cross to save me. And that's the first step. So after that, you just, you know, you acknowledge that Jesus is the Messiah and you just say to him, you know, God, I'm a sinner. I need saved. I know Jesus saves. I believe it. I believe he died on the cross for me. And so I ask you to just forgive me for my sins and and restore me to you. Bring me, bring me back to you. Let me live in heaven with you all the days of my life. And that is is essentially what's called the sinner's prayer that is essentially all you need to do and and live every single day after today or whatever day you you say that prayer live every single day as though you are forgiven and do better every single day you're going to make mistakes you are not perfect but god demands and god requires and god requests that you level up every day so every day you do better you love better you're more kind you're more gentle you are willing to suffer for a longer amount of time. So every day you get a little bit better and you become more like Jesus. And that's the ultimate goal. But you're going to fail. And when you fail, you can't lose heart. You just have to keep remembering that Jesus died for you and he saved you and you're already saved. And that is amazing. So as you get ready to go into your holiday season, just remember these things. Remember that you are loved. You are worthy. Jesus died for you. He forgives you. And you have a home in heaven. And as I close this out, I'm just going to say a little quick prayer and then and then you can just be still. Be still and now. Father God, I thank you for this day. I thank you for the people who are listening to this podcast, whether it be today, tomorrow or 20 years from now. I thank you for your son Jesus and I thank you for making him a human. I thank you for the sacrifice that he made. I thank you for that, Lord. I thank you that you have made a way for us to be restored back to you through the sacrifice of another person. I ask you, Lord, if you see a way that I can help anybody understand this or that I can share this love with anyone, I pray that you would just rise up in this desire in me to do so. And I, I just pray that you would give me the courage to speak your words to people. Thank you for all that you have done. Thank you for all that you are doing and thank you for everything you are about to do in our lives. In Jesus name, Amen. So thanks again for tuning in today to this episode of Sacred Storms. It's me, the real Amy Sarah. I'm so glad you're here. I'm glad you came. I'm glad you listened. I hope you found something encouraging, enlightening or entertaining about today's message. Um, I'll be back again next time with another episode of Sacred Storms, finding the sacred in every storm we face, and having hope through the hard times. Don't forget that if you want to reach out to me and engage, you can find me on my socials at the Real Amy Sarah, or you can go to my uh, podcast page, which is sacredstorms.com. Click the leave message button or message button, and leave me a voicemail, a message there. Uh, you can do that on your phone, computer. Uh, iPad tablet whatever and just leave a message and talk to me and um, you never know it might be a conversation we can have on a podcast on a future episode or just down the road in real life take care be well and be kind